This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank God for another Sunday. Thank God for the month of August. Father, we bless your name. We worship you. Eternal Father, we give you all the glory. Thank you for January to July and thank you for August. Thank you, Father, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit, for your preservation, your grace. Blessed be your name. Father, thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation as we look into your word again. Thank you for speaking to us, causing us to hear beyond the letters to hear your spirit speaking to us. Blessed be your name in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, you are welcome in the name of the Lord to the month of August. Thank God for August. Thank God for his grace. And this is the month that we are fasting and praying. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome to church this morning. Welcome your neighbor and everybody around you. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Remember where we stopped last Sunday. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink. Romans 14, 17. But righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Mm. Jesus said to Pilate, My kingdom is not of this world. Otherwise, my disciples would have fought. So there is a kingdom. And that's what we'll be talking about. But the kingdom that we belong to is not of this world. This morning, I want to talk about kingdom citizens. Oh, glory to God. Who are we and what has the Lord done for us? Who are we in Christ? Kingdom citizens. Jesus made, oh, glory to God, a powerful statement in Luke chapter 7, verse 28. And that's where we want to start from today. This will let us know how great this kingdom of God is. And then we go back a little to look at what he said to Nicodemus. Except a man be born. Remember, we started from Nicodemus said, Master, no one can do this except God be with him. We have seen results in your life. We have seen Jesus. We have seen manifestations that are not obtainable in this realm. We have seen some manifestations. And we have come to a conclusion that God is with you. That's why you can do these things that you do every day and we marvel. But then Jesus said to Nicodemus, it's not about what I do. It's about who I am. <laughs> he said, except a man be born again, he cannot see. Nicodemus said, do. Jesus said, no, be, be. Except a man be born again. He cannot see. Then he said, except a man is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter. Being born again is not for itself. It's to have access to a kingdom. The kingdom of God. Now look at what Jesus said. In Luke 7, 28, he said, I say unto you, among those that are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. Oof. Jesus said, oh, glory to God. See, 
wherever you are watching from, by the grace of God, you are about to experience a transformation. The word of God lives. The word of God builds. No, Jesus said something. Of all men born of women, prophets of Old Testament, he said, of all, among, he said, among those that are born of men, there is not a greater prophet. Oh, God. God said Abraham was a prophet. When Abimelech took his wife, think of Isaiah. Think of Jeremiah. Think of Elijah, the one who called down fire. Think of Elisha. All received the double portion of Elijah's spirit. Think of the one that parted the Red Sea. And you know what? Think of Moses who was a prophet. The Bible says of all prophets, none greater than John the Baptist. Hey. John the Baptist was not great because he parted the Red Sea. He wasn't great because he called down fire. He never did any of those what made him great was the assignment that he was given to pave the way for the master. That alone, oh yeah, was greater than any other previous assignment given to other men. Now, the Bible says, but the concluding part, but he that is least, and brother, this should make something to burn in you. So John, according to Jesus, was greater than all the great men of Old Testament. But the Bible says, but the least person in the kingdom of God is greater than John. Ooh. John greater than Daniel, greater than Elijah. But the Bible says, even the last person, the least of the kingdom, is greater. This you want anybody to know what anybody to want to know about the kingdom. The least person in the kingdom is greater than John the Baptist. Oh, glory to God. Thank God we're in the kingdom of God. Colossians 1.13 And then we look at the kingdom a little. Colossians 1.13 Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Bible says, who are delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Oh, once you are born again, you are moved from the kingdom of darkness to this kingdom where the least person in the kingdom is greater than John the Baptist. Men and brethren, how great is this? I want to read something from, let's read Ephesians chapter 2. And then we start from verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, yea, who were sometimes afar off, are made nigh by the blood. We were one time afar off. We were brought by the blood of Jesus. Now, let's read on. For he is our peace who has made both one and broken down the middle wall of partition. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments containing ordinances. Verse 16. 
that he might reconcile us both to God in one body by the cross, having slain the enemy to their reign. Nearby. He came and preached peace to those who are found and those who are near. I'm actually going to verse 19, but 18 says, For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. We are coming back to the, the uh, cardinal stuff of the kingdom of God. Now verse 18 says that through Jesus we have by the Spirit access to the Father. And I want to tell you how great this statement is. And that word is access to the Father. Now verse 19, the Bible says, Now therefore you are no more strangers. Hallelujah. Oh glory to God. I'm no longer a slave to... You are no longer a stranger. You are not strange to God. God is not strange to you anymore. Shout amen on your seats. You are known. Verse 19, you are no longer a stranger. And you are no longer a foreigner. Hey. After this series, the voice of God will not be foreign to you anymore. You are no longer a foreigner. So... <laughs> In Heavenly Father's, let's say, city room. You know, when you are in, when you come in, you are known by everybody. You are among the church of the firstborn registered in heaven. Your name is there. You are not a stranger. That means God will not say to you on that day, I don't know you. You are not a stranger. That's what the Bible is saying. You are not a stranger. That should make you glad. We are not afraid of the judgment of the last days. I am not a stranger. I'm not a foreigner. Hey, glory to God. These are truths <laughs> that will make you, I'm not a stranger. Hey, I have been given access to the Father. I'm not a stranger. Say to yourself, wherever you are at home, I am not a stranger to God. I'm not a foreigner. Oh, glory to God. But, I love that word, but, fellow citizens with the saints and of the household, hallelujah, of God. Glory to God. I'm a fellow citizen. <laughs> there is a kingdom. That the last person in that kingdom is greater than John the Baptist. Interestingly, I'm a member of that kingdom. I am not a stranger. I am not a foreigner. I'm a member of God's household. And he calls his own by name. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I am a member of God's household. I'm a fellow citizen. Fellow citizen with Apostle Paul, with Peter, with James, with John. Fellow citizens. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If their prayers were answered, mine will always be answered as well. Fellow citizens. That means equal right. Fellow citizens. Hallelujah. Some have the knowledge of him more than others. That's why the result will show. But every born again Christian child of God is already a fellow citizen. Hey. No one in the Bible said that do not glory in men for all things are yours. Think of people that you admire who have done great things with their faith. You are a fellow citizen. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Holy Brachizo Siska. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Fellow citizen. This should make you glad. I know you are going through things. This is the reason for this word. When it comes alive in you, you become masters over circumstances. Because you are a fellow citizen. This is about to take you into what the saints knew. Then you too will be able to comprehend with all the saints, the length, the bread, the width, the height, and to know the Lord God that surpasses knowledge and be filled with all the fullness of God. Fellow citizen, this revelation will guide you and propel you when you know I and Apostle Paul, we are fellow citizens. We are from the same place. <laughs> Hallelujah. From the same place, from the same assembly, from the same nation, from the same kingdom. And our kingdom is not of this world. I'm of God. Fellow citizen. Glory to God. What is it about this kingdom? Let's read for that. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. Oh, we bless the name of the Lord. We have been translated. So fellow citizens. Now, I, I want to say something. I just want to touch on it briefly this morning. And then we end this session. You know, I can't get away from the fact that as many as those who are watching me from wherever you are watching from, let this truth come alive in you. A fellow citizen. Hallelujah. What's the Bible saying? You are no longer a stranger. Paul was preaching at Iconium, Acts 14, and he saw a man impotent at his feet, a crippled man. And he said, get up, and the man stood up. And the people wanted to worship Paul. They said, the gods have come to us in human flesh. And Paul said, no, 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 no. Now the Bible is saying, and Paul told them that I'm a man like yourself. In other words, Fellow citizen means that Paul did not do anything special. Everybody in the kingdom, everybody who is a citizen, they have the same ability and grace through Lord Jesus Christ. No wonder in Acts chapter 3, when Peter and John healed the man at the gates, they said, His name, true faith, verse 16, in his name has made this man all, has given him perfect soundness. They said, why are you looking at us as if we made this man to walk by our own holiness? In other words, they said that no, we only did this in the name of the king of our kingdom. When his name is mentioned, what is obtainable in the kingdom, the reality of the kingdom is downloaded when his name is mentioned. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know why? These things are so because of something which we read before Romans 14 17 let's read it again Romans 14 17 look at the scripture for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink <laughs> but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Shout Amen. I want to close this way. 
Righteousness. Righteousness. Oh. Remember where we read. The Bible said that we by one spirit have access. In that Ephesians 2.18. Access to the Father. Access to the Father. See. Righteousness. This is a powerful word. Powerful concept. Powerful thing. Words are not enough to describe it. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. The Bible says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means all have sinned and they have become less than what God intended. All have sinned and come short of what God created at the beginning. All are sinned and come short of the glory of God. Man lost something. You remember when that thing happened with Papa Adam in the Garden of Guess, in the Garden of Eden, and it happened. All of a sudden, access was lost. God was always coming down to be with them, and the next time God showed up, Adam was afraid. The first sign of the absence of righteousness is fear. Oh, glory to God. Something happened. Adam lost something. God had not mentioned what they did that was wrong. They were already hiding. And God was looking for man. And man was running away from God. That's why the Bible said the kingdom of God is the first thing, righteousness. All have sinned and come short. Because access was withdrawn from man. It was taken away. Man couldn't as oh, man lost something. What? Ability to stand before God without condemnation. This is the beginning of all religions in the world. Seeking for approval and acceptance of the Father. When people do penance, when people do rituals, in, they do that in an attempt to win God's acceptance. Hallelujah. Adam never needed to do anything to be accepted by the Father. He created him into his acceptance already. But when he sinned, he began to cover himself. We leaves. And this is what people are doing. All religions... And Christianity can be taken as a religion, also if care is not taken. So man, ever since, has been looking for a way. Oh, Maku, see, there will not be any Christian that will not walk, walk in faith, walk in power. When they are fully convinced, fully persuaded, when they know, when they know that the Father accepts them. 
It's a very deep thing. And we're going to look at this in the light of our redemption. Why that gift of righteousness? As God wanted to start relating with, uh, to, uh, with Adam, then he told, sorry, with Abraham, the first in Genesis 15, the Bible says Abraham believed God and God counted it as righteousness because God needed something that will come into Abraham, come on him, come into him, come on him, that he will be able to stand before God, no condemnation, no inferiority complex, apart from his deeds, and that thing is called righteousness. God gave it to Adam so that the relationship, the fellowship will be there. Outside that, Abraham wouldn't be able to stand it. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. People will pay anything to know 24-7 that the Father accepts them. But you know what? This is a reality already in Christianity and many people don't know. That's what we are going into next week. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Why? No matter how much you look at yourself and how much you try, you will never appear clean before God. Especially before yourself. You will always not measure up because of one thing or the other. All have sinned and come short. Sin, sin, sin problem. It defeats people's confidence, people's faith, even people's devotion. Oh, glory to God. But something happened on the cross. Oh, thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. All have sinned. But then Jesus did something. I will read it and we stop here. In the book of Ephesians, Chapter 1, verse 7. Oh, this is a big part of the gospel or the gospel itself that many don't even know. Jesus did something. The Bible says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Aye. Remember, always go back to all our sin and come short. Man, as man codons, live up to God's expectation, live up to his full potential because of sin. Jesus did something. The Bible says, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. Colossians 1, 14. The same word there to show the importance of this. Apostle Paul said it again. Colossians 1 14. Colossians 1 14. Glory to God. Now the Bible says Colossians 1 14. Colossians 1 14. Oh, thank you, Jesus. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Hi. This is why there's no barrier between us and the Father anymore. This is the gift of access. All have sinned, have separated from God. 
But Jesus brought forgiveness of sins. That means no restriction. No separation from the Father again. The forgiveness of sin. So that man will be free. Free to be all that God has created you to be. We are in the kingdom. Inside the kingdom, we have forgiveness of sins. Glory to God. This is why there is no condemnation. No reduction. No separation. That is the first ingredient of the kingdom. Righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness. Hallelujah. This is why the least person in the kingdom can be greater than John the Baptist. Who was greater than Elijah? Who was greater than Elisha? Or Elisha, greater than Elijah? The reason is they never received the forgiveness of sins. They never received the gift of righteousness. Abraham had it. Glory to God. By Jesus bringing this to us, the least person in the kingdom is greater. Men and brethren, I've come to say to you, you are a fellow citizen. Citizen of the greatest kingdom that has been and that will ever be. The kingdom of God. It's real. It's powerful. All things are possible in our kingdom. Hallelujah. You are more than conqueror. Through Christ Jesus. Greater is it that is in you. Pray with confidence when this meeting is over. Don't pray out of fear. Don't pray. Don't pray. Oh, begging God. Pray with confidence. You are not a stranger. You are not a stranger. You are not a stranger. If my son comes in and he begins to beg me like a stranger, a beggar on the road, I'll I'm going to cry as a father. Something is wrong somewhere. You are not a stranger. You are a fellow citizen. Oh, thank God for people that you will see great results in. But believe, you are also a fellow citizen. Oh, lift up your hands and give God praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's going to be awesome again next Sunday. On Wednesday and then on Sunday. I bless God for your life and I thank God for you. Glory to God. You see everybody watching me. Walk in the consciousness of what I've shared. Don't be conscious of other things. Be conscious of the fact that you are a citizen. Of the kingdom. I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May you grow in grace and grow in the wisdom and the knowledge of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Hallelujah. I want to give you an opportunity this morning to give your heart to Jesus Christ. For everyone watching me, one way or the other, and you have not become a citizen of this kingdom. By the virtue of redemption, by coming into Christ. Here is an opportunity. Jesus has made it all available to you. Lift up your hands and see after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe in your finished work. I believe you died and rose again for my justification. 
I believe that you are the son of God. I confess that with my mouth. I accept you today as my personal Lord and Savior. I accept what you have done on the cross. I accept your death and resurrection as my reality. I accept you as the Lord of my life. And I will live for you all my days. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. If you have said those words with faith in your heart, welcome to God's family. We love you and we bless God for you. God bless you all in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you. Be fruitful. Multiply. God bless you. Hallelujah.